Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are living in a time unlike any other, as the prophetic Word of God unfolds dramatically before us. And yet most people are completely unaware of the danger that is looming over them, especially as it pertains to their eternal destiny, a destiny that awaits every man and woman born to earth. For it is appointed for men to die once, and after this comes judgment. Hebrews 9.27 That judgment will be balanced on the scale of God's unadulterated word of truth with a sacred determination of whether that man or woman has been born again from above unto eternal life in Jesus Christ the Savior and sealed by the Holy Spirit with a guarantee of forever with the Father in heaven or perpetual torment in the fires of hell with the Father of lies for those who rejected the truth so as to be saved, and who scoffed at the amazing grace that would have delivered them from sin's death, with love's regeneration as a new creation in the Savior, who gave his everything to spare them from hell's abode. The Antichrist spirit has been at work from the beginning with persuasive beguilement, purposed to lead as many as possible away from salvation's truth and into the web of Satan's lies. And that wicked and deadly spirit has reached its Tower of Babel pinnacle and is permeating every realm of society as the world is being prepared for the man of lawlessness who, possessed with Lucifer himself, will rule over a global empire during the seven-year tribulation period which is soon to be launched in its full reality with prophetic fulfillment. It is important to remember that Lucifer and Satan are the same being. It is Lucifer, the now fallen angel, who rebelled against Elohim and persuaded a third of the angelic realm to join in his prideful mutiny, who is now dubbed Satan, which means God's adversary. It is Lucifer who is behind every agent of darkness that has been raised up in the formation of a one-world government and the global economic component that will aid the Antichrist in his complete control over all people on earth that he will wield with tyrannical rule. But it is the one-world religion that will be the most deceptive and dangerous for it is through this portal of devious deception and lying persuasions that Lucifer will, at least temporarily, gain the worship of all people on earth that he has lusted for since the beginning. And it has everything to do with Rome and the pontiff who sits on the seat of power within her, wielding not only religious authority but great governmental influence as well. As we look to Revelation 17 and the description of the harlot who sits upon the beast, as well as the many other scriptures that point to the global empire of the Antichrist, such as the book of Daniel, 
it becomes difficult to find a better candidate for the harlot of mystery Babylon the Great than Roman Catholicism, also known as the Holy Mother Church by her followers, or a more suitable contender for the false prophet than the pontiff who rules over her. And no one fits the description of a wolf in sheep's clothing more perfectly than the current Pope Francis, who has taken the ecumenical reins with great passion and dedication. He carries the one-world religion torch that has been passed down to him, holding it high with perseverance, knowing that the stage has been set and that all has been put in place for him to usher in the one who is soon to come, with counterfeiting persuasion over the minds and the hearts of the people of earth. Few truly understand the darkened inner workings of Roman Catholicism, or the reality that it has been birthed from within the roots of the Babylonian empire of Satan himself. This may sound very harsh, but the truth is often harsh for it holds within it the balance of life or death to all who face the destiny of forever, either in heaven or in hell. And a study of the cult of Roman Catholicism and the pontiffs who have ruled over her will expose the reality that it is without a doubt a Babylonian cult. Without any question, if one is willing to see the truth for what it is, and as we lift the veil of the superficial statements that are intended to support Roman Catholicism as genuine Christianity, we need only to look to Pope John Paul II, who was most certainly the most formidable forerunner to Pope Francis, and the one who solidified the groundwork upon which the current pontiff is laying, the last bricks of falsehood, in preparation for the one-world religion's full manifestation. There is much too much evidence to share just how deeply entrenched Roman Catholicism is in the one-world religion agenda. But please allow me to share a few facts regarding Pope John Paul II, who, by the way, was a much-loved and respected pontiff. On January the 24th, 2002, John Paul II held a pagan prayer meeting in the city of Assisi, Italy a repeat of the abominable event that took place in 1986. During the prayer meeting, a representative of each of the various false religions involved was allowed to come to the pulpit and to give a sermon on world peace. In the presence of the Pope, a voodoo high priest came to the pulpit outside the Basilica of St. Francis and gave the voodoo prescription for world peace, including the power of its magic. Voodoo, by the way, holds within it the worship of Satan. An actual Satanist was also invited to the pulpit to provide his prescription for world peace, which included slitting the throats of goats, chickens, doves, and pigeons, and draining their blood. After the voodoo witch doctor and Satanist followed a Jewish rabbi, Buddhist, Muslim, and Hindu, and after they, along with the rest from various belief systems who were also invited to preach, were finished. The various false religious leaders broke up into different rooms to pray to their false respective gods, with the cross being removed from these rooms. 
The rooms were marked from A to I with the following designations. A. Islam B. Buddhism C. Sikhism D. African traditional religions E. Hinduism F. Tenrico G. Shintoism H. Judaism and I. Zoroastrianism, Jainism, and Confucianism. In addition to this demonic gathering, on February the 2nd, 1986, during his visit to New Delhi, India, Pope John Paul II visited the shrine of Shiva and received on his forehead the tilak or tika, which is the red pottery paste of the Hindus, which is the sign of her adorers. These are just a few of the examples of the abominations that are leading the way for the one-world religion of the Antichrist. And as we consider these things, beloved, we must not forget the words of our Savior in Matthew 24, 4. Let no one deceive you. This was the first instruction that he gave before he listed all the other warnings pertaining to the end of days. These deceptions, he warned of, would be so masterful that if it were possible, even the elect would be in danger of being deceived, as confirmed in Matthew twenty-four twenty-four and Revelation thirteen fourteen. And while these examples that I just shared with you might seem very obvious to a true believer in Jesus Christ the Lord, the deceptions that are unfolding in these last prophetic minutes of the last days are so masterful that they are blinding many from seeing the obvious as they fall prey to the beguiling counterfeits that are leading them into the web of satan's luring and deadly persuasions what kind of deceptions could be so effective that the majority of the world will fall prey to them including many of those who proclaim to follow jesus and why will these darkened persuasions be so effective it is because they are propagated by a false love, a false security, a false unity, and a false peace, with the goal of obtaining these things at all cost. And this counterfeiting Antichrist spirit is spreading its poison throughout the world, with Pope Francis, who is the current pontiff of Roman Catholicism, leading the charge, both religiously and politically. There is so much that substantiates this fact that time will not allow us to cover it all completely, but we will address just a few examples that should cement the reality that Pope Francis is not only not a true believer in Jesus Christ the Lord, but that he very possibly could be the false prophet, or at the very least a formidable forerunner to him. In a commentary written in 2016 for the Jerusalem Connection by Michael Snyder, the following is offered. A new video has just been released in which Pope Francis very clearly expresses his belief that all of the major religions of the world are different paths to the same God. He says that while people from various global faiths may be seeking God or meeting God in different ways, that it is important to keep in mind that we are all children of God. This is just one example that shows that the Pope has completely abandoned any notion that a relationship with God is only available through genuine and true faith in Jesus Christ the Lord, 
and genuine repentance that leads to the new birth miracle that ignites salvation's regeneration power within the sin-deadened spirit of fallen man. As he has done throughout his papacy, he continues to lay the groundwork for the coming one-world religion, and yet hardly anyone seems to be very upset by this. That is, except for God's holy and preserved remnant, who are operating in Holy Spirit discernment. When I first heard about his video, I was so stunned that I thought it must be fake news or a joke. But the truth is that the video is very real and very telling. The following comes from an article that was put out by the Catholic News Agency. The Pope's first ever video message on his monthly prayer intentions was released Tuesday, highlighting the importance of interreligious dialogue and the beliefs different faith traditions hold in common, such as the figure of God and love. Many think differently, feel differently, seeking God or meeting God in different ways. In this crowd, in this range of religions, there is only one certainty that we have for all. We are all children of God, Pope Francis said in his message, released January the 6th, the Feast of the Epiphany. But it isn't just Pope Francis speaking in this video. In fact, one section of the video features leaders from various global religions expressing faith in their respective false deities as follows. I have confidence in Buddha, a female lama proclaims. I believe in God, a rabbi affirms. I believe in Jesus Christ, a priest states. I believe in Allah, an Islamic leader declares. The Pope adds his comments to the video with an appeal for people from every religion to talk with one another and to work with one another. The Catholic News Agency continues on with, Later on, the Pope affirms that all, regardless of their religious profession, are children of God, as the faith leaders state their common belief in love. Pope Francis closes the video by expressing his hope that viewers will spread my prayer request this month, and that sincere dialogue among men and women of different faiths may produce fruits of peace and justice. I have confidence in your prayers, he adds, end quote. Of course, this is not the first time that Pope Francis has done something like this. Very early in his papacy, he authorized Islamic prayers and readings from the Quran at the Vatican for the first time ever. And while Islam will play a significant role in the one-world religion, it will not be the primary religion that will rule. For the harlot that will serve the beast for the first three and a half years of the tribulation period will be a new and unique religion that will encompass all belief systems that are forming the building blocks of Lucifer's darkened kingdom. And it will have to be convincing enough to draw every man and woman of earth into its web of deceit and control. And this is where we must pause for now, beloved. God willing, we'll pick up where we left off today in our next segment. And until then, I leave you with the words of Jesus, which are recorded in John eight thirty-one to 32 If you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
and, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.